0: Welcome to the MarTech Podcast.
1: I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and today we're going to discuss the evolution of feminine marketing. Joining us is Hannah Hermanson, who is the CEO of Done For You Marketing, which produces copywriting, websites, and funnels focusing on feminine energy to approach sales. And Done For You Marketing offers social media content, email newsletters, and strategy to help their clients, mostly coaches, get out of the hustle and grind and start seeing inbound leads for their high-ticket programs. So far this week, Hannah and I have talked about why the new marketing era is feminine. And yesterday, we talked about the four steps to setting up a feminine marketing funnel. Today, we're going to wrap up our conversation talking about feminine social media posts that inspire sales. All right, here's the last part of my conversation with Hannah Hermanson, the CEO of Done For You Marketing. Hannah, welcome back to the Martech podcast. Thanks. Always a pleasure to have you here. Excited to wrap up our conversation and You said something that I thought was a little controversial earlier this week, and we've been talking a lot about the difference between the masculine and feminine approaches to marketing, and I will describe those in a way where one is going out and hunting and killing and bringing meat back to the family, and the other one is nurturing, setting up a community for people to engage and select their experience. Gender stereotypes aside, you said something that I thought was interesting, which is, I don't think social media is a great channel in feminine marketing. And I think of social media being the best place to have an aggregation of people that are interested in topics and services. It's a great way to nurture, build community, which seems to fit into your description of the feminine marketing funnel. So talk to me a little bit about your thoughts on social media and where does social media actually become useful for driving sales?
2: I actually 100% agree with you. And I think that the idea, like the theory of social media is what you're saying, that we can reach all of these people and we can build this community. And if that feels joyful and is like, yes, these are my people, that's great. What we've seen over the last year, though, is this very individual approach where I don't know about you, but like I use Newsfeed Eradicator. Like I don't even look at other people's stuff anymore. I post my stuff, but I'm not engaging. And we take other people's reels, for example, and make it ours. And there's less and less of this true engagement, true back and forth. So how I like to think about social media is now like a business card. You want it to be in people's hands. You want it to be seen. You want it to be referred to and even shared around. But it's not necessarily the place where like a sale is happening in the DMs, which definitely happened five years ago. So if we can think about using social media as more of a business card and show up with the three C's, which I'll break down today, I've found that myself and clients win back a lot of energy to focus on income producing activities which is not necessarily social media anymore.
1: All right. So there is a community in social media. It's just that it's being overwhelmed by a bunch of sales content. It seems like that's what you're saying. You mentioned that there's three C's. Can I take a guess? Yeah. Customer content collaboration. Those are good. Did I get any right?
2: (laughs) I've got clarity, connection, and credibility.
1: Damn, not even close.
2: And it's interesting when we were doing this, my name's Hannah Hermanson, I'm very into alliteration. And when we were honing this strategy, there are so many C words. Anyway, we can go down that alliteration path another time. (laughs) Let's talk about the three posts that you want to integrate into your social media strategy. Mm -hmm. So the first thing is clarity. And we talked a little bit about this yesterday. And like, are you standing behind what you sell? If I land on your page, do I know exactly what you do? And oftentimes, even as marketers, we think we're doing this really well. But if we do the fourth grade test of like, if my nephew in fourth grade came here, would he know that you sell tractors? Or does he kind of think you're like raising two kids and not really sure (laughs) what you do? So having the clarity on your page. And you can do this in really simple ways. Obviously, your bio and pictures and all of that sort of thing. But once a week, let people know who you're looking for. I'm looking for these types of people. We have this program. We don't post this to get a bunch of likes. We post this so that when people land, they know what you do. So doing that regularly. Second thing is connection. And this is where we're looking for call and response, engagement, likes, sharing, things like that. And in the past, people would try to connect with personal laying on the bathroom store, hard times or like problem agitate, solve of like, I know where you're at and I know your problems better than you do. And I'm going to talk about them. But what we know now is that people don't love talking about their problems. They want to be entertained. They want to be intrigued. And so connection posts can be funny memes or like questions about tacos or pizza just to build more of that micro agreement relationship with your consumers where I'm connected to this brand, there's something quirky and interesting. And I want to be engaged with what they post. Mm-hmm. And then the last thing is credibility. I think you talked about this a little bit too in your guesses, but people got to know this thing works. And this is, again, not the place where we're necessarily looking for everyone to be like, oh my God, that's so amazing. Susie lost 15 pounds. But if this is a business card, are they coming and seeing client results, statistics about how your product works, real life outcomes before and afters? Because with so many options to compare now, we do want to make sure that that's front and center, your credibility.
1: Let's talk about order of operations here, because I think that it is connection, credibility, clarity. Hey, I'm going to create some posts that you're going to engage with, that you're going to find interesting. They are not specifically trying to give the hard sell, but here's a brand or a person that has something that I think is interesting that I want to engage with. And then it becomes credibility. All right, you got my attention oh, it actually looks like this person might know what they're talking about. And then it is, and I know what they're trying to sell clarity. You kind of went in the opposite direction in terms of the order of operations. Am I getting too into the details here? Is there an order of operations? And if so, why am I wrong?
2: So the way that I break this down is when I think about ongoing content. So we're talking to the same audience and most of our clients have ongoing enrollment. So it's not like a launch. And I think in a launch, you're dead on. Let's get them connected, let's start to show them some results and let's give them the offer. So yes, I think that's a great order of operations. I also think about the order of operations in your setting up your profile. So clarity to me would be first because we wanna make sure that your headline says what you do and your LinkedIn bio is like really clear. And then we want to start putting out the connection and like getting posts going and then show them your street cred along the way. So these are moving parts. I think you can wrap it up in the way that you explained. Absolutely. I think more about this ongoing experiment of marketing that I choose to show up for every day and I roll through these three C's. I don't necessarily know where I start (laughs) because it's this living, breathing experiment in my mind, marketing that is.
1: I think that there's different strategies that brands take when it comes to social media. And I think that at the end of the day, what you need to be doing is making sure that you are engaging with your target audience in a way where they know, like, and trust you and they understand what you're doing. Help me land the plane here when we think about the feminine approach to social media and to marketing and to all channels. You know, is there one tactic or piece of advice that you'd give marketers who maybe have more of a masculine approach, whether it's in social media or in any other channels, something quick and easy they can do to just try to make their approach a little bit more feminine?
2: Lighten up. Let go of the structure, let go of the script, stop trying to problem, agitate, solve all the time. What if you showed up with some fun, some humor, some personal real life connection sort of thing? I think there's permission in letting go of the script and showing up with a lot more light.
1: So let's all take it easy. Let's have a little fun while we're out there. Let's make our marketing a little less heavy handed, a little less more aggressive maybe we can all use a woman's touch. And <laughs> Hannah, I appreciate you coming on the show and walking me through a little bit about how to do that. Thanks for coming on and being my guest. I appreciate it. All right. And that wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Hannah Hermanson, the CEO of Done For You Marketing. If you'd like to get in touch with Hannah, you can find a link to her LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact her on Twitter. Her handle is Hannah Hermanson, or you could visit her company's website, which is dreamlifeisreallife.com